Welcome to another episode of Modern Off-Grid DIY. If you've ever been curious on topics like living off the grid, completely off the grid, solar systems, renewable energy, or just need inspiration to think outside the box, you've come to the right place. This is Modern Off-Grid DIY. Hey everyone, uh, welcome back to another episode of Modern Off-Grid DIY. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about, is it a wise decision to purchase older solar panels? Um, there's actually a question that came in on my YouTube channel from One Love, well, sorry, One Life, One Love. Uh, and I actually do get this question quite a bit, um, not only online, but offline as well. And um, let's kind of go over the um, the topic a little bit here. Um, so, um, his question is, he goes, hey, you're a world of help, my friend. Um, I'd like to get your thoughts on picking up some used panels from a solar farm over here in Texas. Uh, they are two years old, 305 watt panels. Any advice on what to look for? And if 30 cents a watt is a good deal. So, um, yeah, absolutely. Uh, that's a great deal. <clears throat> because... The lifespan of a solar panel, um, there's a debate on that, so I'm just going to give you a wide answer on the longevity of a solar panel. Some people say it's only 20 years, and some people say it's like 35 years. So if we average that, that out in between, we have about mm, 30 years, okay? Um, now, if the panels are only two years old, um, consider them like new because they're pretty close to being new. I mean, you have a very long lifespan still in those panels. I mean, a long lifespan. So, and at a price of 30 um, cents a watt, that's pre a pretty good deal. Um, because think about it like this. If you was to buy a brand new solar panel, um, depending on where you live and the price is a little bit, but they'll average right around a dollar a watt, Okay. Um, some might be like a dollar fifty, dollar twenty-five, um, dollar, and like maybe ninety-five cents. Um, just depends on where you're at. So if you can pick up a panel and they're charging you, you know, per wattage per watt, of course, at thirty cents, that's a great deal. Now, if the panels were like eight to ten years old, um, then I would try to negotiate with them to bring the price down because obviously they've been in use. A lot longer right but two years is actually not bad so um, you know the question I do get is can is it a wise idea to purchase used solar panels yes it's a good idea um, but be aware of the the um, time it's been purchased and how long it's been in use right because that's going to determine the bottom end for you as far as investment right so think about it in those terms now the other thing about used solar panels that you should definitely check out if you have the option before you buy them um, is take a voltmeter, right? So you have on a, every solar panel has a positive and negative and it's DC power. Take a voltmeter and make sure your voltmeter is for DC power and go ahead and put your, your um, connectors into the connectors for the solar panel wires, the positive and negative. So hook up your positive to the positive and a negative to the negative. What you're looking for is the open, the VOC, right? So it's going to be the open volts. 
So it's not going to be connected to anything. You want to see what those open voltage is. And if you look on the back of the panel, it has a spec tag, right? And the spec tag is what they used to test the panel and what it tested at. And so depending on the type of panel, the voltage will be different for every panel to a certain degree. So if you look at the spec tag and it's telling you a certain voltage and you put your uh, voltmeter and test the negative and positive on you know the DC setting and it's pretty close or right on it, you're good to go. You're, you're solid. Um, but you know you have to make sure that when you're testing that, that the, the, the panel is in full sunlight. Okay, so if it's a cloudy day, you may not get that number. So it might give you a false reading, right? So try to see if you could test the panels on a sunny day. Um, and it's actually pretty quick, right? If you say you're going to buy a bunch of them and they got them all stacked up, just pull one panel on and say, hey, I just want to double check the voltage on every panel and before I, you know, buy them. And so you just pull the panel out, make sure you put them in the sun and you go ahead and, you know, connect your voltmeter to it and see what type of open voltage you're getting on that panel. And like I said, if it comes close to the specs on the back of that panel, you're pretty much good to go. But if you do notice that it's in full sunlight and you go and test the, the open voltage and the open voltage is really low or way lower than what the back of the panel spec tag states, then you know there might be something kind of fishy going on with that panel. Because technically, it should be giving you that number, that open voltage um, reading. So, um, you know, do your due diligence on that as well. Um, because I'll give you an example. Um, I, I have two different types of panels. Um, I have panels that are 365 watts per panel. And then I... And we'll be right back after this commercial break. I have a set of panels that is 285 watts per panel. And and so I what I did was I started testing the panels. Like obviously they're the ones I bought brand new were brand new. Um, and then the other ones that I bought brand new but were older already, um, what I did was I tested all the same type of panels. So like the 285 watt panels that I had, um, I actually started testing every panel that was the same as far as that. And I did find one of my panels was actually underperforming compared to all the rest. And so what I did was on the back of the panel, I made a, I got a permanent marker and I just put a um, X on the panel. And that's just a uh, mental reminder to myself that that panel had something fishy going on. It was still producing power, no problem. Um, but the open voltage that I was, you know, getting a reading off of was definitely different. And so it's just a good idea to kind of keep track of those panels, right? Um, just in case down the road, if I have an issue with my solar production, um, you know, I can easily go back to that panel, disconnect it, and um, see if that corrects the issue because obviously there's something going on with the panel, right? Um, but yeah, uh, I do have one panel that the voltage was a little bit different. Um, and actually, because that panel is a little bit different, I actually don't even use it. I have used it in the past and it works fine, um, but I have it as like a backup panel. You know, I just kind of want to make sure everything is matching across the board. And that's really, it's really important that you try to have everything matching because your solar charge controller is going to be trying to do, uh, you know, MPPT, PowerPoint tracking. And so you want to get everything as close as possible. It's just going to make your life a lot easier. The charge controller is going to have an easier time working and you're just going to be able to get more power coming in. But let's go back to the question. Is it a good idea? Absolutely. But just make sure the panels are not too old. And if you can, try to test the panels before you purchase them. Uh, that should save you a lot of headache in the end. Because obviously, if you, if you test a panel and it gives you no rating, 
reading at all, then obviously there's something wrong with that panel, right? So definitely check the panels before you purchase them. But if you're buying them brand new, um, that's not so much an issue because they're, you know, brand new. Um, but used panels, do, do take a look at them. Now, the other thing about used panels is look at the panel. Actually physically stand there and look at each panel. Look at the solar cells in there. Make sure the, the glass is not broken or cracked because if the glass is broken or cracked, um, they will still sell you the panel, obviously, right? Because it's used panels. And you can obviously buy them and it will still work. But that panel is not worth what they may be thinking it is. If they're comparing that maybe broken panel that has a broken glass um, or cracked glass to the same value as the other panels, then obviously there's something wrong, right? You need to let them know, hey, this one's got a cracked glass. And if they say, oh, it still works fine, I say, hey, but that's not the case. It, it might work fine, but it's still got a problem with it, right? So make sure you check the glass. Um, just visually inspect them. Um, check the corners. So here's a really good tip. So when you buy used panels, right, because panels have been installed and then they've been removed, right? So check the corners of the frame of the solar panel because obviously if they got dropped, the corner of the panels will be damaged, right? Because you got to remember, like the guys that are removing these panels, you know, they're not the ones that's going to be the end consumer of these panels, right? And, you know, so, you know, when they're removing them, they're sliding down the roof or they're handing them off. And the odds of one or two panels hitting the ground or the corner of the panel, um, you know, is likely. So definitely check the corners of the panels, because if one's got a pretty bad, you know, dent on the corner, then you obviously know it got dropped at some point. And um, that might be a negotiating point as well, right? Because you are getting used panels. So, you know, you don't want to put too much um, emphasis on it, but you also want to be cautious of what you're purchasing, right? Um, because 30 cents a watt, yes, that's a great deal. But if you're buying a ton of panels and it's, you know, going to add up to a lot of wattage, let's say, you know, 10,000, 20,000 watts, well, that adds up to a pretty big number in the end, right? So... Anyway, I hope that information finds you well. Um, yeah, I wish you the best of luck. And um, if I had that deal, I would purchase them as long as I do my visual inspection of them. And yeah, should be pretty much good to go. <laughs> so uh, good luck, buddy. And for the rest of you that are, you know, considering buying used panels, like I said, just kind of take my advice a little bit. Um, it'll serve you well in the end. Um, I'd hate to see anybody, um, you know, purchase some stuff and, you know, come to find out you got some issues and so by looking at some of the things i've pointed out can definitely limit um those problems for sure so anyway guys thanks for tuning in um stay tuned we're gonna have a lot more um podcasts coming up also make sure you um, you know tune into my youtube channel i try to um, keep everybody up to date on different things um i will have some new some newer episodes coming up on my youtube channel about um actually installing a array finally for my my home um, I've been debating on where exactly I wanted to mount them. I'm kind of picky. <laughs> uh, so that's going to be coming up soon. So definitely stay tuned. So anyway, guys, thanks for tuning in. And I'll see you guys on the next one. Go listen, download, and subscribe to the Modern Off-Grid DIY Podcast. Available today on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, and YouTube. Modern Off-Grid DIY. Inspiring others to think outside the box. Support the podcast today. It's also available on anchor.fm slash free your mind. And there's already a ton of episodes for you to binge listen to and learn how to live off the grid in these modern times and do it yourself. Once again, it's titled Modern Off-Grid DIY. 
It's also available on Podbean, Stitcher, Breaker.audio, and Overcast.fm. Make sure you subscribe to stay up to date on new releases, modern, off-grid, DIY. Go listen, download, and subscribe today.